Hello and welcome to It's a Gundam, the internet's best episode by episode Gundam Seed podcast, the Finnish Gundam Double O, and decided it's time to duel. My name is Jeremy. I'm Tyler. Tylerin! My name is Zach. Today we watched episode four of Gundam Build Fighters Gumpla Idol Kilala. Do we know why she just randomly adds an N to the end of her name sometimes? Is that like cute? Is it? I don't know. I think market research told her it was cute. <laughs> that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, but the scene where she's like, I had to study so much nerd shit to be an <laughs> idol. And uh, it's so relatable and good uh, as someone who first researches nerd shit for fun. <laughs> but like you do it for fun. Yes. So there's an entire different thing there. Yeah. But I'm still saying I still really appreciate her being like, oh, my God. Guff, what even is this? You know how many GMs I had to learn about? Well, to be fair, she did an excellent job memorizing them. Yeah. At some point, it becomes indistinguishable from your actual hobby. Yeah, right? that's, that's the problem is she's going to actually become a Gundam nerd, and that's not what she wanted. She wanted to become an idol. Why not both? I mean, you can do both. If Lacus and Mir taught us anything, Mir specifically, Lacus was not a Gundam idol. She was an idol in a Gundam universe. Mir was a Gundam idol, though. She gave away Gundams like she was a Wheel of Fortune host. <laughs> That's a good point. I, no, Wheel of Fortune implied they had to win them. It was more like she was Oprah. And you get a Gundam. I actually want Lacus's Plinko machine. If you are just joining us on episode four, as is the tradition for all new Gundam series with our fans, it's right? It's the number of death. Obviously, that's when you join. We're not so far in on this one that you would be hopelessly confused. We're also not so far in that you can't listen to three episodes of our podcast. I mean, I guess if it's the future, and for some reason, this is where the feed starts for you. <laughs> Gun to Build Fighters is about our favorite two middle schoolers, Blueoni Boy, Say, and Redoni Boy, Reiji. Say's dad, who is an anime dad and thus eh, owns a model shop and was second place in the second Gunpla World Championship, and his mom is kind of hot. Uh, and still around and helpful. Yes. Yep. Reiji is a genie or a vampire or a prince from another world. Who doesn't know anything about storefront sales or Gumpla. I was going to say, or Power Ranger. He could be a Power Ranger. Or, well, school or anything else. He doesn't seem to be particularly well informed about the world. Or he's made out of Plavsky particles, which is my current theory. Plavsky's particles are the particles that let Gundam models move and fight, and therefore it is Pokemon rules in this world. The seventh Gumpla World Championship is happening, and Say and Reiji teamed up to do the tournament together. Say is the Gundam builder. He built a cool strike Gundam because that's the nerd, uh, the age of nerd he is. Yeah, I was going to say, but he can't pilot it. Meanwhile, Reiji can pilot it, but he he doesn't have time for that nerd you shit. You know, it, it feels weird because it is Pokemon rules in this one, but it does feel like all of their like round tournaments are taking place in high school gyms. It, you know, it's to be fair, it's like local matches, right? It's Pokemon rules light. It's not like the, super Pokemon rules. The tournament has like a venue. And I don't know exactly what it is, but it feels it feels yep. like stadium level. It does not feel like a high school gym. He just fought his rival, class president Yuki, who is a hot school president, who is the <laughs> king of the modeling club in a high school gym. No, but the thing is, like, the last two have also seen, like, this one and this, this one. Yeah, they have people around the outside of it, but it still feels like a high school gym. To me, it feels like a, like a, a place you rent for a conference. It feels like a hotel ballroom. It's not, but that's the feeling I get. It's definitely not arena seating. There's also Chena, who is a schoolgirl with a crush on Say, and Ralsan, who is Rumble Ral? Rumble Ral isekai into this world? 
Yeah, I'm just going to go with that. That's the truth now. The time I got died and reincarnated as myself. <laughs> <laughs> that time the I got white died. comet killed me and I was reincarnated as me in this weird universe. <laughs> uh, the white devil and also Rumble Roll 100% killed himself. Oh, you you I, saw it in a cutscene, Zach, when we played Journey Jabro. He took out a hand grenade and dove into the Gundam's hand. It wasn't oh. very effective. It was not. And Amuro was like, now I've got blood on my hands, literally. Ew, old man. Are there any characters I'm forgetting? Oh, Ricardo Fellini, the Italian champ. He's not in this episode. Yes, he is. Is yep. he? Oh, okay. Yeah, at the very end. There's Ricardo Fellini, the Italian champ, who trained Reiji. 200 matches. They played Gunpla so hard their fingers bled. I think uh, that, that is all the characters that we have that have names. I mean, there's Gonda, but spoilers, Gonda doesn't matter. There's Suzaki. I think he's around. He's Gary Oak. Yeah, um, spoilers, he also doesn't matter right now. He might matter again later, but... I mean, it would be really entertaining to watch him get trounced again. All right, so again, we are watching episode four of Gundam Build Fighters, the Gunpla Idol Kilawa. You can watch it wrong on Crunchyroll or YouTube when the moon is right. <laughs> Oh, great. Now that you said it like that, I'm just going to be picturing her as Inuyasha's pet cat. I guess technically it's Sango's pet cat. Yeah, I feel like Inuyasha has like no interaction with Kalala. Can we have an inner? I feel like we need an Inuyasha interlude, but I don't know that I have anything to say about Inuyasha at this time. <laughs> <laughs> the sequel series was awful. Oh, did, did that finish? I, I think so, yeah. I didn't watch part two on account of part one was awful. I think I tapped out of like episode three or four on part two. I'm like, I suffered through the first season. Come on, get better. You're not. I'm out of here. What Shishomaru is a bad dad. I never could have been <laughs> weird. That. He was a bad everything else, really. He was pretty good at wandering and being vaguely plot important. He was a pretty good like antagonistic helper character. Like he would just show up on occasion and be like, I could kill you now. But I'm not going to. Instead, I'm going to help you. Go do this thing. And I'm going I am to going now. to point out that I could, though. As far as being antagonized by Naraku goes, I feel like he was the best at it. In, in like, a, it bothered him the least sort of way. <laughs> he more of was just like, yes, I will go. I'm going to help you kill him because he annoys me. Not because I have any real specific beef with him. He's just annoying. Well, the story of Inuyasha is the story of one guy poking every beehive he can find until eventually all of the other powers in the world just murder his dumbass, including two people who are literally him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining that supercut of Naraku's poisonous insects and it uh, cuts to Shishomaru and he's like, Fucking bees. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the funniest part is Jeremy's entirely right. I read that entire manga. <laughs> it's just like, I'm going to poke everybody until they all collectively come over to kill me. Yeah, and then Shishomaru got another cool sword or something? I don't know. We start out with Sei and Reiji beating up a Masurai because some guy entered this tournament with a Masurai. It's got a hyper mega launcher. But the Build Strikes shield is so cool, it can block a Hyper Mega Launcher. This one also seems to be the first, like, builder-pilot duo besides, say, and Reiji that we've seen. Or maybe it's a two-seater. I do think it is a builder-fighter duo, and we don't get their names. Ray and Seiji. <laughs> <laughs> Say tells Reiji to use the beam rifle at full power, and this overcomes even a Hyper Mega Launcher, Dragon and Ball Z style. one shot punches through and takes out the Masurai. What series is that from? It feels like Zeta. it's a... Okay, it's from Zeta? Yeah. We cut to some scientists doing a science about... Like, doing a documentary about the build strike for a nice <laughs> high school class. Complete with standing in front of the projector. Yeah, full-on analysis. Well, you know you have to do science on model kids. Look, at the highest level, you always have to do science. 
Like, ah, oh, the rifle's barrel probably uses metal parts for improved durability. And the shield is custom built too. It's got a bunch who, of plastic just layered over each other. Who could possibly have had that much time and That's effort? That's so tedious. <laughs> Only a nerd would do that. A nerd with a lot of free time. When like a high school, school student or a middle school student. The other science is like, it's fate. After all, he is the son of, the runner-up of the second <laughs> battle championship like, world tournament. That Honestly, in a weird way, it feels more like it would be appropriate if his dad was actually the champion. That was just a by far the most competitive tournament there ever was. So most people were like, yeah, he would have won every any other year. Anyway, the scientists leave the classroom and are like, either way, our victory is certain. After all, the battle begins long before you enter the battlefield. Da-da-da. Well, when you're talking about <laughs> sports in general, you're uh, that's usually referred to as cheating. Or at least or, the way they go about it. Well, yeah, the way they go about it. I was going to say analyzing your opponent's fine. Yeah, um, watching game tape. Prep is... time. Well, that's, pre- that's prep time. Anyway, they open the door onto a concert. <laughs> yes, and a pair of boobs. This outfit, it is uh, something, I'll tell you that. It sure is. Ter- you know? It, it's all the parts of Lacus Klein's outfit I don't like. <laughs> um, yeah, this is... That collar. What, what, what is, is with that? The ru- what is with the Elizabethan rough collar? <laughs> she has neck with problems. Ex- but with exposed... It's attached to nothing. It's not like a dress with this collar. It's just a collar. Yeah, it's a neck support collar. She do- I do um, like the Muir Campbell tattoo she's sporting on her stomach. It, you know, say what you will about this horrible, horrible costume design. It's at least memorable. <laughs> That's true. I have not forgotten it. <laughs> and these gloves. Everything about it, really. We get an opening sequence. It's Kirara. To, to save us from Kilara. So the opening ends. We cut to Reiji doing an anime pose over a bridge. And Ricardo Fellini has shown up on his motorcycle with a sidecar. He does not currently have a plus one in. I, I, I should... It's not a motorcycle. He's riding a moped with a sidecar. <laughs> I was going to say that's for picking up chicks or guys who want to play Gunbla. I feel like the sidecar is there for his luggage. Because <laughs> remember, he's Italian, not Japanese. Are you assuming he doesn't have a hotel or something? Are you assuming we haven't a, seen him go home yet? You're assuming he's like a street hobo from Italy just tooling around Japan. Well, that's why yes. he and Reggie get so long. So, oh well. yeah, that makes sense actually. <laughs> so Ricardo's like, "Congrats on making it this far, Reggie." And Reggie's like, "Ah, oh, it was says Gumpla. We can beat anybody. It was easy." And Ricardo's like, "Not so fast. Gumpla has a long history you know nothing about. This is the seventh world championship. A long history. You have no idea how much cheating people will get up to in this." If you lower your guard, somebody will trip you up. Again, I would like to remind you, Ricardo Fellini has the same voice actor as Graham Aker. So, just imagine Graham. Shonen. <laughs> <laughs> and Reggie's like, are you talking about yourself? And Fellini's like, keep on winning, so I can see you at the world tournament. Notably, he did not answer Reggie's question. Well, he may also be cheating. We'll never see, know. I told you. It, it totally looks like his luggage is in a sidecar. And Reggie's like, I have another Shonen rival I have to Shonen rival at and not lose to. Right, say, and says, like, I didn't even know you knew that guy. And says, like, I'm not in this scene. <laughs> that is water. It's my color, sure, but. <laughs> so we cut to Iori models where Rinku, a.k.a. Seismum, is like, hey, say, can you find the Gumpla this customer's looking for? It's an obscure nerd Gumpla. It doesn't even have the word Gundam in it. I feel like Rinko probably knows most of these, but it's the weird ones that she doesn't actually know all about. It- it's weird to me that they don't have these organized in some way that she could just look it up. I've never seen a hobby store that's Gumpla looked organized in any way. <laughs> They're often organized by, like, a grade. 
Okay. Or, or like price, but that's about it. But I don't know that I've been in a hobby store that had Gunpla. You never been to the hobby town here? I don't think they had Gunpla at the time. I mean, the cup, the, when it's been in Parker, it's always had Gunpla, except unless you went in like 2020 at the height of the pandemic when what they had was primarily empty shelves. I think that might have been when I was over there. Anyway, the customer is a cute girl with like, I don't. A moto cap? Yeah, okay. I, I want to describe her as like, like an orphan. She doesn't look like an orphan. Like, like an she, orphan? Like, that's what her outfit reads to as me with this like high turtleneck and this cap. She looks cleaner than that. She looks. She doesn't look like an urchin. No, she looks stylish to me. I don't like, know. Like, kind of, but it looks like a, like, trying to look like I shopped at Goodwill when I spent $300 on this outfit. Sort okay. of stylish, if that makes sense. I'm just getting the $300 on this outfit part, honestly. <laughs> I kind of was too. I don't really like the hat. Way better than her other outfit. Spoilers. Uh, but uh, apparently she smiles, and this immediately hits Say with puberty. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like Yuki, she has the bishy sparkles, and she directs them directly at Say. He's like, so what kind of gunpla are you looking to, for? To his credit, he does get over the bishy sparkles pretty quickly. Yeah, he makes his will save. He just ha- <laughs> takes an effort. Maybe he had to spend a point to reroll. I don't know. The shot where his mom is just standing behind him smiling is, uh, I find this very funny. Spoilers, Rinko going to try to wingman hard for say at some point. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's like, I'm looking for a gym kit, the cold district site from 0080. You know, the place only a super specialty shop would have like yours and say is like ah oh, i love gyms allow me to show you it's right here in the gym section i didn't know that that was a thing so she she gets all happy and like hugs the model to her chest yeah it's for fighting in antarctica zach the cold districts yeah and so says like so are you familiar with gumpla then and she's like i love the gyms from war in the pocket the sniper too everybody who played journey jobber loves that sniper too <laughs> And Say is like, I have found my soulmate. <laughs> yeah. Say gets bishy sparkles like, oh my God. Yeah. They're so cool. Those kits. Cut to China, who is happily bringing her model back to Say's store and having a fantasy about Say wanting to build a model with her. I, Actually, love, this seems, I feel like this is, oh no, this is definitely a uh, I love all, For whatever reason, I thought it was a memory. And it's a Zaku. It, it is a Zaku. I thought it was just going to be like the bear guy, but. No, and Zaku seems like a perfect entry grade model. Yeah, um, I love all the completely normal ass fantasies she has in yes. this episode. Like they're it's so, so <laughs> yeah, they're so realistic. It's exactly the fantasies you would have, and I love that they're still dashed. Like they're <laughs> totally reasonable. Again, I don't know if I said it recently. The shipping is maybe my favorite part of Gundam Build Fighters. Well, she uh, it, it does track with her character because she's super grounded yeah. as as a person. But oh no, horror of horrors! Say is talking to a person in his Gundam shop. To be fair, a cute girl with $300 clothes. Yep. In his a- model shop. And, and he's talking animatedly, so. About anime, which, but which, she can't hear it because she's on the other side of a window. And oh no, things are so bad, her glasses have turned white. <laughs> I, I have never had this happen. I've never been in this bad of a mood. And then Reiji comes up, and he's like, oh hey, you were the one I met at the place called school. Did you come to see Say? That's usually where I go but to places. Where I go to places I are not normally at. To she see is Say. She is stoically just like depressed. And so Reiji turns and looks at, "Hey, who's that girl?" And then Gina, without a word, just turns to walk away. And Reiji, like, she's like, "Hey, didn't you come over to see Say?" I loved her dejected walking away. It's yep. animated so perfectly, especially because she like ran over to the front of the store. And again, it's such a realistic, subtle moment. Oh, she's so excited. She's having all these nice fantasies. And then she's like, oh. I was uh, kind of expecting Reiji to just open the door. Yeah, and announce her. Like her herald. Well, be more like, hey, say, and then him notice her there. Anyway, cut to 
Say's bedroom, where apparently that, like, this is apparently just where he hangs out and builds stuff, and Reiji just sits on the couch and eats, I guess? I mean, it, that tracks to me as where you would hang out. I mean, yeah. I guess we've seen they have, like, a living room, but... They also have, like, the modeling room, which seems like it's probably yeah, better that, set up. Well, that's but. part of, that's probably the, part of the store. So he probably doesn't spend a lot of time in there unless he's doing something specific, like with like the airbrush or something. That's because we've seen him in his room modeling before. But we, I was gonna say we've also seen him in there, but I think it was with the airbrush. So I just like that Reiji just sits in here and chats while eating, <laughs> and that's like his thing. Yeah, it's like so is that hot chick your girlfriend, and say he's like, no, she is just a customer who is really into my gym. I mean gyms. <laughs> <laughs> and Reiji's like, I don't know, that doesn't seem like it was all she was into. And then <laughs> say, say is like, we were just talking about Gundam, and Reiji's like, oh, boring. Can you imagine a, a character in Gundam Build Divers calling Gundam boring? Like, this is so much more effective to me at, like, selling the concept. Like, acknowledging some people are new to it and, like, have very basic questions. Some people just aren't that into it. Some people just want to fight in cool robots yes. and don't care about the cool robots. Some people are just into the modeling and don't care about the anime at all. And then you have super nerds like Say contrast in your characters makes them more interesting weird anyway says like i've never met a gundam girl before cut to mischievous eyes being like oh you're participating in the gundam battle championship say that's so cool tell me me all your weaknesses (laughs) (laughs) the way she wiggles seductively too (laughs) and he's oblivious to it i do also like how she's like I can tell just from looking at your models. There's no doubt that your gunplay is strong. I'll beat you. <laughs> she, she is looking away from him as she yeah. like gi- gives them the glare, which like I think that's important because it shows she's not just flattering him. Yeah, she's and, not, like, and she's not entirely on the level. And it also proves that like she has an eye for good modeling, right? Because we've heard from lots of other characters who definitely do know what they're talking about. That says a good modeler. Anyway, Say is flattered, even now, in the present. And Reggie's like, man, why did I come here? I love Reggie's just, like, nonplussed, like, dude, what is wrong with you? Why do I eat stuff on your bed? (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like, why do I hang out with you right now? Like, why do I hang out with you? I guess you're my only friend who's my age and not Italian. Cut to school where Say says hi to China, and she gets embarrassed about it. And he's like, hey, did you build that gunplay I sold you? You can ask me if you have any questions. Come along anytime, and she gives him this glare. She's she's got those glow glasses, you know. They they turn them on and they just turn white. But she can't work up the nerve to ask him about the hot girl who is in his store and buries herself in a book about watercolors. That's a surprisingly big book of watercolor techniques, but I know nothing about painting, so maybe it's not. But then apparently on lunch she manages to ask him about her again. We cut to after school so we can flash back to lunch. Gundam Build Fighter's favorite move for some reason. And says, like, she was just a customer. We were talking about Gumpla. Why do you ask, Bishi Sparkles? And she's like, yeah, she probably was just a custom. And then she sees Say ahead of her. And as she goes up to talk to him, he is ambushed by customer girl and her boobs. And she's <laughs> like, oh, no, I'm a middle school girl. <laughs> and she just drops her bag and just gets, like, the depressed... <laughs> gloom background meanwhile class president pulls up in a goddamn limo (laughs) we do know he's rich what's up (laughs) you okay you dropped your bag and then he sees hot girl and is like hmm my char sense is tingling (laughs) i love love how she jumps into like the bush to ask him if he knows her (laughs) and he's like i think i've seen her at the gumpla battle venue but something seems wrong like how she can teleport her and say (laughs) And well, and her hair is darker purple now. 
And so Say's like, yo, why did you come to see me? And she's like, do I need a reason to see you? Flirt. I'm reasonably sure this is where you start calling for an adult, Say. <laughs> I am an adult. <laughs> <laughs> how old is she supposed to be is a legitimate question I have. So how old is Say? If he's in middle school, yeah. he's like, what, 13? 12, 13? I'm going to say 13. He reads uh, way more 13 to me. That's fair. So that would make her like, what, 16? I feel maybe? like 16 at the youngest. She's like, seems... I think 20, she would be depressed about how old she is and not cracked into the idol business yet. Yeah. But she could definitely be 18. This will get more complicated later. (laughs) Warning. Okay. (laughs) To be fair, she's not actually interested in him. So she is just using her wiles. She says, like, how did you know I went to school at school? And she's like, "Uh, feminine intuition. And she does the pose. Luckily, Say doesn't know anything about idols, so this does not give her away. (laughs) And so, yeah, I was going to say, also, somehow this works. I, well, he just is like, oh, you're like a new type. That's the thing Ron Barral would say. He's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she offers him tea. I love this brand of tea, by the way. If you guys have never had this, it's delicious. But immediately she hands it to him. I was like, well, that's suspicious. I bet there's laxatives. Spoilers. <laughs> there's laxatives. Your notes for this were pretty on point. I don't get the Beastie Boys one. Maybe we'll get to that later. Oh, uh, sabotage but, is the uh, song I was thinking of. And I just want to call out your playing the field three. Desert. (laughs) I I was so proud of that one. (laughs) So, like, she has to see the gunplay that he built for the championship and says, like, oh, yeah, sure, I carry it with me everywhere. We we know he never leaves home without it. And so she's like, oh, that's so cool. Can I touch it? And he's like, that's not creepy. I expected her to just run off with it um, after she gave it to her. Just go go full uh, (laughs) weevil and throw it into the woods. (laughs) They're not on a boat. So she's like, ah, it's based on the strike, but it's rifle and shield are original, and it's got cool freedom shoulder pads and freedom waist swivels and a backpack. Hey, does this backtrack transform? And Say's like, yes, don't tell anyone. But But there's a gimmick to this backpack, and oh no. (laughs) And her eyes shine, and she starts sexying at him. And he's like, oh, tell me what it is. And he's like, well, oh no, I have the runs, laxatives, my (laughs) one weakness. (laughs) But as a result, she never learns what the backpack's gimmick is. Yep. Her plan backfires. So anyway, he runs off and she gets Nan-faced. Cut to five minutes later, five hours later. Who knows? Chino runs up to the park. Yeah, say half a toilet later. And sees a girl holding Say's gunpla. And she's like, what are you doing with that gunpla? So she's like, oh, Say showed it to me. Who are you? I'm totally not sabotaging it. So Say runs back up and is like, what are you doing here, class rep? I get really uncomfortable when there are two girls in the same scene. Except my mom. She's not a girl. I was trying to look up Carraro's age. It is not on the wiki. Ominous. So she's like, sorry if I gave you the wrong idea. I'm not trying to steal your boyfriend, just his gunpla. Well, she's not even trying to steal his gunpla. She's just trying to uh, make Examin- some alterations. She's like, like almost surprisingly good wingman here, given her machinations. Right. Well, she's got to make sure that he has a soft landing after she totally <laughs> beats him. Um, so Zay is like, uh, she, she beats him. He's like, okay, look, I did beat you, but, but you totally got a shot with that girl. It's going to take like no effort. She has it for you bad. I will be your... <laughs> I'll send you both tickets. It'll be a slam dunk. That's actually how she got all of her fans. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. All her other fans are definitely thirsty for her. Anyway... Chino starts running off past the bathroom where we see Rambaral was apparently here. And he looks to say, and it's like, ah, the battlefield of teenage love. I remember it well. <laughs> and we don't get an eye catch on a close-up of Chino's face. 
And yet, still better than other things we could not get an eye catch on. Hello, and thank you for listening to episode four of our review of Gundam Build Fighters. Uh, this show's a lot of fun. Terrible pop idol outfits aside. Speaking of terrible pop idol outfits, I've been thinking about Mir Campbell a lot recently, just kind of in general. Man, I wish Destiny had been better. Anyway, I don't think I have anything in particular to plug this week. It's a, you know, it's December. It's it's a busy time, and therefore a slow time at the same time. Time. Sage, also. So, heck it. Talking about herbs just now got me thinking about one of my favorite hobbies, uh, because I'm a big cocktail enthusiast, and also a just g- general alcohol enthusiast. Um, I like making bitters. If you have some wild ideas for a flavor of bitters, let me know, and I will make it and let you know how it is. Um, this is actually, potentially, a horrible experiment. I will make literally anything that does not involve, like, possibly poisoning myself. I'm afraid. I have made Old Bay bitters before. They were surprisingly good. Um, I've made hops bitters out of some wild hops I've found growing around. So I'm, n- I'm not afraid to experiment a little bit. L- let me know if you have any wild ideas, or actually good ideas. They could be the one and the same. Who knows? Okay, that's what I got for this mid-spot. I don't even know anymore. Okay, bye! Cut to the venue, which, like, has these nice, like, does your high school gym have these nice stairs, Zach? You know what my high school gym yes, looked I like. Yes, I do. I was there. It was my high school gym. It yeah. did not have this nice of stairs. No, but the thing is, like, when we go inside, it just looks like a gym. What else is it going to look like when you're trying to get as many of well, these battle arenas in here I'm, as I'm possible? I'm just picturing it. What, do you want Duelist like- Kingdom? Yes, actually. Yes, that would be rad. <laughs> I was actually thinking more of like the uh, like League of Legends Worlds type of thing where they got the big monitors up top but because they don't have that. They, it's just like, all right, guess you need binoculars to see what the models are doing. Oh, no, they got monitors. We see them in this episode. Uh, yeah? No, they're like over the battle arena. Yeah. They're not that big. Like you could buy a TV bigger than them, but. Well, hey, what year did this come out? TVs weren't that big. 2012? The TVs weren't that big a decade ago. A Cowboy Stadium didn't exist yet. Yeah, exactly. I think that's true. I don't know when they built it. I, I actually have no idea. I know but... it's recent, but recent to me is like since Frozen came out. I feel like Frozen came out a year ago. And Frozen 2 came out, I think, five years ago. <laughs> anyway, Chena is about to leave when she runs into a random Ramba Rawl who's like, you can't miss this young lady. There's Gumpla in there. <laughs> I like a good wingman. She's, she's just like, it's that weird old guy that just kind of shows up everywhere I go. I do like the wink he gives her. Like, I know what you're here for, and I will help you. It does come up as mega creepy, though. <laughs> and then he forces her into the building with him. Yep. Where they're going to see ultimate battles, because this is an elimination round. And it's free. Cut to the class president, Yuki, destroying a Justice Gundam, which is just the Justice Gundam, but the Justice rules, so that's okay. It's a Justice, like, riding a meteor. No, it's riding no. its backpack. Yeah, it's oh, riding okay. its backpack around. Also, his weapons are called... Heat hatchet. Heat hatchet. hatchet. Good name. Not really a hatchet, but uh, Yuki advances. Yeah, see? I like how you can see in the background. I guess I forgot about that. It's the Mandala Gundam from Chi Gundam. I love how Yuki, like, un yu gi his hair with a single hair flip. That's a superpower. He actually, like, all day just spends practicing that. Yeah. Anyway, Say and Reiji are like, man, his Gumpla's even stronger. But Reiji is like, yeah, but ours is going to be tougher than his. We're going to crush him. And Yuki's like, yep, looking forward to it. But before me, you need to defeat your next opponent. Everyone who's faced her so far has lost by default. 
What does that mean in this? Well, what does losing just, by default mean in this battle? I mean, I would guess not showing up, not showing up because they were too busy simping for her because oh. she offered them <laughs> feet pics if they didn't show up to the. <laughs> they were all older than say. Anyway, Reiji gets really defensive, but then it's time to go fight. So they go off to do so, and Yuki ponders as they do. There are a surprising number of people watching this regional tournament. Look, Pokemon rules. Then we cut to a fanboys. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kilala's not theme song, but like the song she sings starts playing and she concerts her way towards the stage. <laughs> I love how bored Reiji looks like. He's just like, oh, for crying out loud. And Yuki looks like he's making tactical considerations. Like, <laughs> hmm, what sort of advantages will this song give her in this battle? Sage just looks confused. Her cheer section is very excited. Kiraran. And Reiji is like, I'm not Japanese. I don't understand idol culture. Please explain this to me. And Say is like, don't look at me. I'm a fucking nerd. <laughs> I, I actually like how he doesn't ask, like, who is that or anything like that. He says, what is that? Uh, so Chino's like, oh, wait, I recognize her. Oh, no. And then Ramba Rawl is, uh, turns out, a mega fan. Yuki also has figured out what's going on. And we see the two scientists from earlier are wearing fan club shirts. And she's like, don't go too hard on me. And says like, Reiji, don't get distracted. And Reiji's like, there could not be nothing further on my mind. Dude, there's one of us distracted here, and it ain't me. The only thing that could distract me right now is free bread. <laughs> the Plavisky particles are dispersed. It's field five, city. There's got to be a list of all the fields somewhere, right? I'm certain. So they throw down the uh, build strike, and I don't even know what the hell's hers is called. The Gabara Tetra. Hers isn't fancy. It's just a Gabara Tetra. What's it from? It is from 0083. It was supposed to be a Gundam, but then they sold it to Xeon instead because the Federation decided they didn't want to pay to have the Gundam made. (laughs) And the character who ends up with it ends up betraying the Xeon forces in that, which is what leads to their demise. So it is a thematically appropriate mobile suit for her, given her duplicitousness. Anyway, Say says what I just said about the origins of the Gabara Tetra. And Kerala is like, ooh, a nerd. I'm into that. (laughs) And Ray, she's like, well, I'm not a nerd. And goes on the attack immediately. But she's a good pilot. She both dodges and kicks them. And Ray, she's like, ah, oh, it'll be fine, though, as they land on the ground. But then their leg pops up, just like in Say's dream. <laughs> and then he have <laughs> one foot back hops, which is great. And loses, has to drop the, the, uh, the rifle to grab onto one of the, like, buildings. But then the arm falls off. So this battle has cost them an arm and a leg already. Da 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 da. And Rage is like, "Say, when did you get bad at building?" <laughs> and says like, "Oh no, somebody scratched up my model at the joints, but I never gave it to any hot girl." Oh wait, <laughs> I never let anybody touch the build strike. You were awfully quick to let the hot chick hold it. No, it can't be. Not a mischievous hot chick. <laughs> Kill all eyes. Like, yes, it was me. And Chino's like, just as I thought, feminine wiles. <laughs> and Say's like, oh no, she was just talking Gundam to me to get close to me? So that she could damage my Gundam? It's weird to me that this is not grounds for disqualification. I mean, does he have any proof? Uh, that's she fair. does kind of admit it to him. Right she now, like, she on just the says you're right. And she says a, a battle begins long before you enter the battlefield. I feel like she doesn't say anything incriminating. That's fair. So anyway, she goes on the offensive against the immobilized strike. But fortunately, Reiji has cover and uh, a good shield. Asei is like, but what about the shonen friendship, Miss Mihoshi? Are you happy winning battles being duplicitous and sexy like this? Don't you bring shame to your gumpa without just using your skills? And she's like, oh, honey, 
you're so naive. I don't give a fuck about Gundam. <laughs> My agency just decided to promote me as a Gumpla idol, and I want to be an idol so bad. And do you know how many of these series I fucking watched? Let's flash back to me watching a bunch of nerd shit. I, I absolutely love this of her in like the, what are these called? Not an anime cafe, but like the, where you rent a computer and just her days after days, just mainlining anime while reading <laughs> manga and building Gunpla. Like the bags under her eyes, the sweatband. It's incredible. I do also love that her her like cubicles like decorated with idol stuff. Yes, it's because great. that's what she's into. Yeah, but but she had to memorize names like Zaku and Goof, and we see her building her cult building type. Yeah, the cult type she bought from Say, and she's like, I started wondering if I was an idol idol or a modeler. My hands were covered in paint. <laughs> Why not both? But then I got shown in determination. Is like I have to keep working hard for my dream. I want to be the very best like no one ever was. <laughs> Just I'm not a, the same thing you do. I'm going to be a top idol. But in order for me to be the very best at what I want to do, I do have to be better than you. <laughs> and Say's like, that's not true. You couldn't have built such a cool Gabara Tetra if you didn't love Gumpla. She's like, no, I, I gave Nerd some feet pics for that. Instead, <laughs> <laughs> said I built it myself. It's not even that. They're like awkward, like sh hand hover shoulder pictures that they took with her. Well, yeah, this is a show for children, Tyler. That's fair. And she's like, if I win the tournament, I'll get media exposure, and then I'll be get to be a real idol and get to release my first album. Ah, oh, there's a shining stage just waiting for me in the in a big arena. As she's pelting this build strikes shield until it shatters. And she's like, sorry, I'll send you arena tickets to make up for it. Which I love. Um, <laughs> so, so she goes in for the kill. But, uh... Remember that uh, Chekhov's backpack from earlier? And says like, uh, Reggie, she activated our fucking trout card. Just <laughs> just own her ass. Slot 12. Has he told Reggie about this before? In the last episode, he mentioned the backpack was a fighter. Okay, that's fair. Although I don't know if he gave the details. Anyway, the Spilled Strike's backpack detaches as it does a matrix dodge of the Gibera Tetra's beam saber. And then transforms into a fucking core booster with the giant-ass beam cannons it has. And this is a slightly custom color scheme on it, too, right? And yeah. uh, she's like, what the fuck is that thing? And then she remembers that he was about to say that it had a get what the gimmick was. Uh, anyway, it's giant fuck-off beam cannons that it has are on the backpack. So it does a cool bit where it flies up and then does the dive down. After blowing off her Gabara Tetra's legs. Yeah, it like strafe runs her before doing the dive. And Reggie is like, I respect your shonen hustle, but we also can't lose. So and we're the main characters. <laughs> uh, so anyway, death from above. Yes. Though not nearly as much fun as just jumping on somebody. Her Gabara Tetra Mega explodes. And she starts crying because of the death of her dream. And she also gets knocked out in what, round three? Yeah, not great. Just her bad luck to run into the main character so early. Yep. I love how Gina and Rambaral apparently have like coach passes because they get down <laughs> onto the field Anyone and she immediately starts hiding behind Rambaral. I think this is my favorite part though. Reiji comes up and is like, don't let it get you down, say, it's not a problem. And then says like, but I can't chat with her about Gundam anymore. So Reiji's like, wait, I thought you liked her. And he's like, I, I, I explicitly told you, no, that was not what it was about. And you got bored and left. She's <laughs> just a customer. And then he starts going off. Like, if I teach her the joys of Gunpla, I'll be able to talk to her again. I'll bet she'll come to love it. Everybody loves Gunpla. We <laughs> <laughs> got to her just crying about all the wasted time. And her fans are like, I'll build you a stronger Gunpla. And she's like, I can't wait another year. I'm 
16 to 18, maybe <laughs> older. <laughs> and Reiji's like, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I do kind of like the shot of Tina hiding behind Rumble Roll. I was not expecting... I was expecting it to be like a one-off cameo character in the first episode, and he just keeps showing up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he is their coach. And he informs them a warrior faces hardship by facing it and overcoming it. And then, Which apparently means something to Kirara. Yeah. Uh, that was also a line for Tina, specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Who comes out and is like, hey, congratulations, guys. I can only wonder what the people in the stands think of all this drama. <laughs> I mean, they can't hear it, so. No, but they can see it. They can definitely see Kerala. They're just focused on the crying idol. They don't notice this (laughs) middle school drama going on. I was going to say, I love the, like, shy wiggle that Sheena does before working up the nerve to actually ask, say, to go build a Gumpla. Yeah. She's like, will you teach me to build my Gumpla sometime? And he's like, yeah, hell yeah. You want to come to the store right now? It's Gumpla (laughs) o'clock at all times in my heart. And this makes Sheena very happy as we end on a freeze frame of Kirara storming out of the arena. Okay, so functionally, it kind of has to work this way because they have to physically repair their gunpla between matches, right? Yes. But, like, are they just doing one match a day? Because this tournament's going to last for goddamn ever. (laughs) It does seem inefficient, right? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how many rounds, like, this is regionals still, and I don't know how many rounds that is. I feel like if this was, like, an actual thing that actually worked this way, you would have to have multiple for um, sure. And then you have to like choose which ones you want to use on which battle. Well, and Jeremy has mentioned before that How do you do a best they of have three? Multiple machines. You have to have you have to bring multiple pieces of equipment. I mean, and everyone would just build three of the same gumpla, right? Yeah. That would be my plan for sure. Although sometimes depending on how many you were allowed to bring with you, you might build like a bunch of the same ones, but then a couple specialist units in order to deal with some certain problems. For matchups. Yeah, I was going to say I do play a lot of fighting games, and matchups are important. Sometimes you need that other character in your pocket. It does end on the freeze frame of Kilala storming off, but she has like a shonen determined look, not a crying, eh, I'm out of here, you nerds look. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of the episode, but wait, there's more. This one's not the worst, but wait, there's more that there's ever been. Definitely not. So Yuki is leaving the gym. By the skylight door that all gyms have. I mean, our, our gym was very nice. It had this. <laughs> our gym was very nice. I don't remember this. Oh, that's just because they didn't let they, they didn't let you on the second floor of the gym. And Yuki's like, ah, excellent rival I've chosen myself. I can't afford to slack off. If they beat a cute idol like Kilala, they'll definitely be in the finals with me. <laughs> but then a blonde approaches him. And he's like, Alan, what are you doing here? And he's like, Tatu, you must listen carefully to me. The Majin has fallen ill. No, not the, the Majin. Not the proper noun. <laughs> this is a weird thing that you might know if you're in Japan. Like, Majin is the name of the Shogi champion in Japan. Oh, okay. It's like, it's a title. Gotcha. You might know that if you're familiar with Japanese culture. And Alan's like, that's why I've come to bring you with me. You must leave the name Yuki behind. And become chess master. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. What do you guys think? Um, I like this one fairly well. It was well. fun. There are a lot of really good character moments for Say in this, and it, like I think it also speaks to, one, how oblivious he is, um, but two, I don't know. It's just like, he, he has so much more character than Riku, and I just can't help but compare him to Riku and how much better he is in every way. Well, I mean, you gotta is- remember, Tyler, Riku had all the personality of a used dish rag. Riku had all the personality of a used dish rag? The thing is, Riku is Say and Reiji, right? He's two characters worth of character and has... 1% of either of them. Well, <laughs> the reason why you end up with that is because Gee. Say and Reiji have 
are like conflicting, like they're opposite personalities. So when they combine them into Riku, they canceled each other out entirely, leaving you with zero. Ah, uh, that explains a lot. That's uh, why it's actually the double O sky is because there's nothing in the sky. <laughs> there's nothing up top. No. Yep. Clear blue skies, just like his head. <laughs> you, you, you say he's oblivious, and he definitely is, but Sheena's being very subtle. Uh, no, I meant to, uh, to, to God, I, I yes. love how, like, it makes it out that he is, like, really, like, he's got a really big crush on her and all that. And then we just find out later that he's just happy to find somebody to talk gunplow with. I never even read it as a big crush because he blushes once and then is immediately over it. I, I was going to say, you say oblivious, but I feel like he blushes quite a bit. But it's not like uh, it comes off, especially in retrospect, as like, oh, this is kind of awkward. Yeah. Not as like, I'm into this chick. Yeah, no, that's fair. I don't know. They're just like, I like watching him on screen. Partially, I think that's just because they do a great job animating faces in this. They do a good job of like giving them occasional moe blobs that have a lot of like personality to them. We talk about them all having a lot more character than build divers, but that was a, char- a show where they had no character by contrast. They have a lot of character compared to like double O or Gundam Seed, I feel like. And part of that is there's a more comedic element, so you can do a lot more with that. Whereas Kira always has to be melodramatic, and so has to be a bit more one-dimensional for the purposes of the story. Which is an interesting contrast, right? Yeah. I know, I never really thought about setting, dictating what type of characters you can have like that. I'd never really given it any thought either. It's more about tone than setting. That's fair. Kilala can show up for an episode and feel totally normal here, and like, of course... Agency would be like, you're going to be our Gunpla idol. We're going to lock you into this Gundam dungeon until you can pass a bunch of nerd tests. Until nerds try to gatekeep you and are so in awe of you after you own them, they can't even go to forums anymore. I just imagine her sitting there taking a bunch of BuzzFeed quizzes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is her training. (laughs) Do you have a high point, Tyler? I'm going to give it to China's approach and then dismissal from the Aori store. <laughs> That's what I was thinking if no one else took it. So it's very good. Like, again, how subtle her fantasy is, how completely reasonable a way this might go. Well, and what's as a person with anxiety, I think yep. through regular scenarios like this all the time, oh, it's same. less a fantasy and it's more like, okay, here's my game plan. <laughs> yeah. Every podcast conversation we've ever had, I have pre-gamed in the shower. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You guys are weird. I've never had any thoughts like that. I, I replay arguments I've lost in my head because <laughs> no. I'm not smart enough to come up with them on the spot. Five years later, ah, that's the best comeback. <laughs> Zach, what's your high point? I think my high point is right after the win, Ragey trying to console Say and him just being like, but I don't have anyone to talk Gundam with anymore. And <laughs> Ragey being like, what? I thought you had a crush on her. Because <laughs> they just the sequence with like Ragey's expressions and all that through that is pretty great. Dude, you thought it was boring that I didn't have a crush on her earlier. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with, say, like, sadly being like, yeah, she activated her trap card. Just fuck her up. Yep. <laughs> and the, the, the jet just <laughs> totally owning her. I, and says, like, we were never in danger. I, I'm just sad. But I got to fix this. D- do you think he was sad because he revealed it so early? No, because he's not. that's not frustration in it, right? I feel like he's like, oh, no, like, this person is misguided. And I just feel like gotcha. I feel like I could reach her. She knows so much about Gundam. We had so many talks. I just had to convince her that she actually likes this thing that she spent hours compiling knowledge about. And she has a dream and I have a dream and I connect to her on that level. I don't want to ruin her life, but we must because (laughs) we need to prove we're the strongest. Do you have a low point, Tyler? Man, I don't know. Actually, there's not a whole. 
The problem is there is actually quite a few like high points in this episode. I don't know that there's a whole lot in the way of low points. If I have to choose something, I guess it will be the two guys who are her instructors um, doing this for some photos. <laughs> um, that's a lot of effort to put in for two shots. Zach. I think I'm going to go with the talk that Reiji has at the beginning with the Italian just because it's like, oh, oh yeah, hi. I'm. I remember I still exist in this series. You haven't been gone that long. I didn't need a reminder you exist. I think, as far as efficiency goes, that's part of why the scene is there. But I think it's more Reiji has no one to talk to besides say, and they need Rumble Roll. Yeah, I guess Rumble Roll. He could talk to Yuki. I feel. But Yuki isn't interested in talking. He wants to say, fight. He can only argue with Yuki. I feel like that's fair. I'm gonna go with the opening sequence of the two scientists doing science because that's not really come up again it makes it feel like they're the ones in charge of her or something which is not the vibe you get at any other point i did find it kind of funny though which is why i didn't choose it as my low point but it was on the list it was a contender do you have an mvp tyler mvp this episode um i think it's china actually she does do a lot she's really good in it zach no i would go i would agree with that i'd say china i'm between china and kilala because kilala drives the action and neither of you gave it to her, so I'll go with Kalala. Yep, she was my other choice, so. Plus, she worked so hard. She studied <laughs> late into the night to learn nerd shit. She knows so many gyms. <laughs> so many gyms. She knows weird, obscure uh, gins you've never even heard of. Like the slaughter gin. Like yeah. the low mobility gin. <laughs> <laughs> So At least they didn't create the Holocaust dagger for nuclear <laughs> <laughs> operations. <laughs> Uh, now that I've got his canceled, Tyler, any do we have any final thoughts on this episode? Um, it was fun. I don't know. I like Build Fighters. This is a fun show. It is. Zach? No, I'm still having fun with it. I mean, granted, we're only through four, so we'll see, but I'm having a lot of fun with well, it. Well, it looks like in the next episode, Sheena wears a cool sun hat, and <laughs> I'm here for it, so... <laughs> There's only one bad episode of Build Fighters, so... Are you going to tell us what it is before we get to it? No, I'll tell you, I, you. You can guess after. Well, we will be back next week with episode five, The Strongest Builder. Podcast ended.